Hello, this is Jesse with Practical Missions Cohort, and this is a new uh, podcast series that we're now kicking off uh, in order to answer questions related to the work of missions in Italy, uh, missionary life in Italy, church planting in Italy, evangelism in Italy, and these kinds of things. Uh, so as we receive questions, we will go ahead as we're able and make a recording answering that question uh, in order for you to be edified, encouraged, and to grow in your knowledge of the Lord's global mission, at least with Practical Missions Cohort and here in the land called Italy. Thanks for tuning in. God bless. The question for today is, do you believe there are Christians within the Roman Catholic Church? Or in other words, are there saved people within the Catholic Church? And how do you go about engaging that situation? Or do you help people to be better practicing Catholics? Or is that a bad idea? What's the relationship and understanding of the saved people or Christians within the Catholic Church? And as a missionary in Italy, how do you go about uh, interacting with that? Uh, this was a really good question. And it's a very complex question at the, at the same time. Much can be said here. Uh, but there are a couple important points I would answer to this question. Uh, because for those of us living in places like Italy, uh, missionaries in Italy, engaging the people here, where predominantly the culture is 90 to 95% Roman Catholic and evangelicals less than 1% or unexistent, basically, uh, things are way different than what we would understand in America regarding the Roman Catholic Church or any other place, probably. Uh, <clears throat> I, I've met many Roman Catholics who actually read their Bible in America. Uh, and have a, a they've, and what I realize is they have a big uh, influence coming to them from the Protestant Evangelical Church, uh, that the average Italian, which by the way is not practicing, only 5% of them practice Roman Catholicism, uh, which means they only go to church if there's a funeral or a uh, wedding. And, and that's true. We actually heard it again just uh, last Sunday. We had we had our time of worship, and then we went out with a couple people from church and just to have lunch. And at the place we went to have lunch, uh, there was a little girl there, and she said, uh, what, "What were you guys doing this morning? What, what did you guys? Where were you this morning?" And my wife answered, "We were we were in church." And her immediate response: This girl's five years old. She said, "Ah, was there a funeral? Did somebody die?" Her in her mind, her understanding already at that age is church is only for when someone dies or when someone gets married. So that's the typical understanding mindset in Italy. That's the reality. And any other Roman Catholic country in Europe is probably the same. Uh, uh, that being said, so when we think of uh, Roman Catholicism in America, we do need to understand it's a totally different thing than it is here in Italy, where it's predominantly and only Roman Catholic. And on that, it's not even a practiced religion. It's post-Roman Catholic. Not post-Christian, but post-Roman Catholic. So it's a big, big deal there. Um, so right away, the answer, are there saved people? First, we need to understand there's a difference. Uh, in America, you may find more saved people still attending a Roman Catholic church. It's possible. Uh, in Italy, you find way less, that's for sure, um, naturally because there's just few even actually attending these churches today, what are called churches, the Roman Catholic churches. Uh, but yeah, my, my opinion on this matter is uh, I'm convinced that there might be some, but there sure are not many true believers, and that means regenerate people, born again, born of the Spirit of God, given eyes to see ears to hear, a heart that now desires God when as before it hated God and did not want God in any way. Actual regenerate people, born again, true Christians, people that belong to Jesus Christ, 
uh, within the Roman Catholic Church here in Italy, very, very, very few. And uh, if they are in there, 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 there probably are some for sure. Uh, but unfortunately, they're being fed really, really bad. So these are sheep with a very poor diet. And not just a poor diet, they're being led to do things that displease their Lord. Praying to other people, praying to Mary, praying to saints. Uh, all these kinds of things that they're led to do and repeating prayers over and over. All things that displease the Lord, they're led to do it on a continual basis. Uh so if they are in there, they're, they're not spiritually well. They're not doing well. They must be suffering. And there's a whole lot of issues that, that come up there. Uh, but we hold our ground there just like the Reformers did. And we have to consider what is, a, what is a true church to begin with. And the Reformers during the 16th century did a pretty good job at, at expressing this, that a, a true church of God, a true church, is where the gospel is rightly preached. And, and then when we look at the Roman Catholic Church, unfortunately, the gospel that is preached, they use the same words, grace, faith, Jesus Christ, God the Father, Holy Spirit. They use all the right words, but what is the message? It's a morality message. It's a do, do good things and God will accept you. You've been baptized as a baby. That means you're welcomed into the church. If you live better, you'll be better uh, and you'll have less time in purgatory etc., etc. You ask any Roman Catholic today, are you saved? Well, I don't want to be presumptuous. I I don't know. I hope. I I don't do bad. I do do good. I try. I haven't killed anybody. These are always the answers that you get. Uh, So, yeah, a a lot, a lot could be said on this topic. Um, But, yeah, if that gospel is not being preached for what it is, Paul the Apostle had some pretty... Uh, severe wording for folks who preach a different gospel. And you read about that all throughout Galatians, his letter to the Galatian church. Uh, same issue going on, people saying you have to do works in order to be saved. Uh, whereas a true Christian understands, I was dead, I was made born again, regenerated, made to life, brought to life, and now it's my privilege, it's my honor, it's my desire to do good things. Why? Because I'm thankful for what Jesus has done. So faith and works do go together. We're saved by grace through faith, but naturally that has us do works. Just like uh, when a baby is born, it's alive and naturally the first thing it does is it goes for the milk. And it just knows by instinct it has to grab onto that nipple, get its milk, get nourished, and when it needs something it cries and it gets it gets help, it gets aid and so on. That baby is, is, is alive. Um, same situation, uh, when someone is born again, they, they desire the things of God. They hate their sin now. They just can't stand it. They do not want it. Jesus is desirable to them. They go after Him. They want His people. They want to be in the church community. They want the Word of God. They hunger for the Word of God. They want it like like pure spiritual milk, just like Peter says to the people there. Um, but yeah, all that to say, uh, the preaching of the Word is absolutely essential as is, uh, they mentioned the right, maintain the the, the reformers mentioned the right uh, practice of the the sacraments as well, baptism and the Lord's Supper, and the Roman Catholic Church has a different view on the Lord's Supper, that it actually becomes the blood and wine of Jesus Christ, things of this nature. Baptism has a totally different purpose, uh, and then they have five other sacraments as well that they have created, which were not actually uh, commanded by the Lord. Uh, so. Very, very complex matter. But then there's the whole idea of also the Reformers touched on church discipline. Uh, so where the, the word is rightly preached, the, 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 the sacraments are properly observed, and where church discipline is maintained, there you'll find uh, a true church of God is what they would say. 
and many still believe this today. This is actually very, very good teaching, very solid, very firm. And church discipline is not, I mean, there's, you hear of excommunication, a form of, uh, yeah, what they would call their church discipline, excommunication in the Roman Catholic Church. But is it ever practiced? No, not really. No one's really concerned about the sin of another person within the church. Basically, everybody does whatever they want, live like complete uh, heathens, basically, if you want. Some are good, naturally, of course, but some live any way they want. And then the whole point is show up to confessional. You confess it and uh, your your sins are absorbed and so on and you're fine. Um but there's no holding each other accountable to be a, uh, to live in holiness, uh, to honor Jesus Christ with your life, uh, to be a testimony of the gospel, and that real understanding of what church discipline is and how we would confront one another in love, uh, and then go with two or three as Matthew as uh, Jesus spells out in Matthew 18, and then if necessary bring it before the whole church and cast this person out of the church for their own salvation, for their own good, out of love, hoping they'll come to their senses and repent of their sins and come back. That whole idea of holiness, living that way, uh, is foreign, uh, as you look around any church, in, in Roman Catholic Church in Italy. Um, so another another issue there. So to, to wrap it all up, um, I, would, I would say this. If, if you are truly born again and, and you're saved, uh, to still be part of the Roman Catholic Church would be similar to being a, a good German during the Second World War. You're a good, decent man. And yet, you stay part of the Nazi regime. Maybe to not have trouble within your household, maybe to not lose your life or be persecuted. Uh, you decide, I'm, yes, I'm a good man. I don't agree with what we're doing. I don't agree with what's being taught. I don't even agree with the manslaughter of millions of people. But I'm going to stay in the Nazi regime. I'm going to stay there, continue to wear the badge on my on my shoulder, the Nazi symbol. That's what it would be like, in my opinion. If you're born again, you really do belong to Jesus Christ. You desire Him. You love His Word. But at the end of the day, you stay within the Roman Catholic Church. You're supporting what is a false gospel being preached to millions of people around the world. And as a result, they're being led astray. And they won't be saved. They're being preached and taught all their life a false gospel. And as I mentioned earlier, Paul to the Galatians had some harsh words to say. He said, if I myself would come, or an angel, or anybody would come to you guys and preach to you, teach to you another gospel, cursed be that person who preaches another gospel. So any church preaching another gospel, the Paul the Apostle would say, cursed is that church, cursed is that uh, it's a terrible, terrible thing. So to be uh, not in agreement with the Nazi regime, but to stay in it, in a very real sense, you are supporting it still. You're allowing it to go on. You're allowing the slaughter of innocent, so to speak, innocent men, women, and children, allowing them to be uh, beaten, tortured, raped, killed uh, at, at the pleasure of the Nazi regime because you're not going against it. And in a very real sense, even Jesus talked about if you're for me, you're for me. If you're against me, you're against me. But you can't be in between. Uh, so if you are born again and you stay within the Roman Catholic Church, it's my persuasion, it's our persuasion that you are supporting what they preach and what they teach, which unfortunately has millions of people around the globe believing they're right with God when in fact they are not. They are still His enemies. They're still dead in their sin, unrepentant, unborn again, and they don't even know the way of salvation by grace through faith alone. Uh, so it's a big, big issue, actually. And uh, we have to draw the line very clearly here in Italy. We can't partner up and do different ministries together with the Roman Catholic Church because now you're supporting what they do. 
And uh, already they say evangelicals here in Italy, uh, basically we're like we're like distant brothers. We're we're not really churches. We're just communities of believers. They won't even recognize us as a church, from what I understand. Uh, so it is a big, big issue. Uh, and a great, great question, and a lot needs to be said there. A lot more, still, I can't even say enough on that matter. There's so many different levels to get in there. Uh, because it's very complex, the fact that they hold to some of the same doctrines. Uh, God the Trinity, for example, uh, Jesus as the Son of God, the Holy Spirit, these different things. They believe in the resurrection and so on. Uh, all these things are right and good. But then again, uh, even Satan himself, when he wanted to tempt Jesus or anyone, even Adam and even the God, he would take the word and just manipulate it and turn it around. Use the same words, but lead people astray with that. That's typically the tactic of of Satan and the reformers, uh, this is debatable. Well, the reformers would go as far even to say as the Roman Catholic Church would be Satan's church. Uh, uh, he's running that. Uh, they might be right. They might be right. But we'll leave that for another discussion. Uh, in any case, uh, that's my opinion. But here's the good news: if if one really is, um, I would say, also the family part of uh, of Italian culture makes it hard for someone who's being drawn to God the Father or showing signs of saving faith. It makes it hard for them to separate themselves from the Roman Catholic Church. This is a real, real issue. I've seen it a million times. Well, not a million times, but I've seen it hundreds of times. Lots of times, people who come close. But because of the persecution of the family, because it's counter-cultural, counter-tradition, their, their family goes against them if they leave the Catholic Church. If they join in with the Evangelical Church, they, their family thinks they're joining a sect. And naturally, they're concerned and they face persecution at home and there's turmoil at home. And many have come close, but then also stayed far away from true saving faith and a true relationship with Jesus Christ, with His church, the true church, and so on, because of that persecution of the family. So it's a very, very hard thing for a non-Christian who actually is part of the Roman Catholic Church, a non-born-again person, uh, to, to go and join an evangelical church is very, very hard. Just Their family would not let it happen. Uh, but true, truly born-again folks, those who are born of the Spirit of God, regenerate, uh, indwelt by the Holy Spirit, with the power of the Holy Spirit, the love of God, persuading them, overcoming them from within, uh, that person does find, eventually, within them, they find the courage to, to leave the Roman Catholic Church and endure hardship, even from their own families, for the sake of Jesus Christ. It does happen. It's difficult, for sure. It's not easy. But they do have the power of the Holy Spirit, one who is born again, to be able to leave culture, practice, tradition, family bonds and ties, all that, in order to say, Jesus, you're number one to me. Whatever you want, I will do it, no matter the cost. The only one who can truly take that step and join in then with a real church here in Italy is the one who has been born again. It is possible for that person uh, because he's indwelt by the Holy Spirit and, and God enables him, God helps him. And, uh, and then that becomes a good testimony to his family, her or her family, and to the rest of the people they know. And they say, wow. This person takes serious the relationship with Jesus Christ. It's not just, uh, you know, like joining a club. It's not just like, you know, you go on Sunday and that's it. They really believe. They know what it is they believe. They know in whom, as, as Paul said to the Ephesians, they know in whom they believe. Wow. And that becomes a powerful testimony that God often does use in time to save the rest of the family. Uh, so it's a real thing. Longer answer today. I apologize for that. But this is a great, great question. How do we understand the Roman Catholic Church in Italy? Uh, how can you participate or not? Uh, and I don't even think I was able to answer well because there's so much more that needs to be said here. Uh, but that's that's a brief answer uh, with a couple different angles there about uh, what it is like if you do claim to be saved and born again and still remain in the Roman Catholic Church. And 
and how who can actually separate from that. Uh, enough enough to say though, it is a serious serious situation in Italy. So if if you are uh, a supporter of ours and you're you're involved in the ministry, I remind you do pray for these folks who are being exposed to the gospel, being drawn to the Heavenly Father. Uh, pray for them in this particular way because it's a very very real challenge they face when they come to Christ uh, to go countercultural. And, 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 and do what not everyone is doing and join into something that seems so small it can't be right when the Catholic Church is so big it must be right and all those different things that they face uh, I'm afraid if I keep talking I can go on for another hour maybe two or many more actually on this matter so we're going to stop here today and uh, something to think about something to care about and I, I would encourage you though please do pray for these folks here in Italy who are hearing the gospel through the ministry here and, uh, and are facing these challenges in a very real way. Uh, Good question, and uh, until the next time when we hear another question with another answer. Ciao, ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the Church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.